Get Cody's trade alerts and all of his latest positions on the Trading with Cody app for iPhone and Android and on tradingwithcody.com. All the talk this week is all about the Fed. The Federal Reserve um, meeting today and tomorrow. The results of that meeting will be announced tomorrow. Um, I saw a stat just go by that said 18% of those surveyed, the pundits or analysts or whoever the survey was, I think it was a Bloomberg survey, expect that the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates tomorrow. I guess that means 72% or 82%, um, help me with my math, uh, are less than sure that they'll raise interest rates or think they will not raise interest rates tomorrow. In the general consensus of the conversations I've had um, with just uh, analysts, pundits, money managers, hedge fund managers, um, they tend to think that the interest rates will finally be raised, that maybe one quarter of 1%. And if you heard my podcast a couple of times in the last week, I have talked about the fact that raising interest rates from 0% to 0.25% is meaningless. It's the same number. 0% and 0.25%, they're rounding errors. You don't have anybody at their home, and no, no saver on the planet is sitting around hoping and waiting that interest rates will go from 0% to 0.25% so they can finally put some money in a checking account again or buy a CD or buy a treasury or something and somehow get some interest. Interest rates are still so far below the natural market that... 0% and 0.25% is basically meaningless. When you look at stuff like this, what you really want to be looking at is the magnitude of the rates. Maybe the speed at which those rates are moving from 0% to 1% in the next two months, that might actually have some impact on psychology. And markets are, as George Soros will tell you, reflexive. They react to the headlines, headlines react to the markets, fundamentals, earnings, the economy itself are all interrelated and all interacting with each other. So, look, I'm not a day trader. I'm not planning on making any moves tomorrow based on what the Federal Reserve says or does. But there are people out there. There are lots of traders out there that will be doing that. And as Jeff Miller on Scudify today mentioned, the only guys, or the, if you are trying to trade the interest rate move uh, and the reaction to it tomorrow, you're just guessing what other people are doing. That's not a, a, there's no sustainable strategy for you if you're trying to do that. You've got to have a better strategy, a better playbook than, hey, interest rates or the Fed might be raising interest rates tomorrow and therefore I should be selling or buying stock or something for the day. Stepping back for a moment, much more importantly than what the Federal Reserve says or does tomorrow, whether it's 0% or 0.25%, or whether their commentary says, hey, inflation is creeping up, or uh, employment is full or getting fuller, and so we're going to eventually have to raise interest rates. Just step back for a minute and look at history. History will tell you that the Federal Reserve is always late in their reactions. <clears throat> There's an old saying on Wall Street that you should never fight the Fed. That saying is completely wrong. You should always fight the Fed. The Federal Reserve is 
historically, I mean, you can go look at Google Ben Bernanke's headlines and quotes from 2006 and 2007 when he was saying that real estate will be fine. 2008 and 2009, he was saying there will be no recession. He was wrong about all of that. Now you've got Janet Yellen in, the new Federal Reserve chairman. It doesn't matter. They're all tools of the big banks. Never forget that the Federal Reserve is indeed a privately owned entity that is owned by the largest too big to fail banks that they bailed out in 2008 and that continue to benefit, the banks get to continue to benefit from the Fed policies of the emergency measures that they've had in place since 2007 and 2008. And the banks get to benefit, including from that 0% interest rate, which is an emergency measure. Imagine zero percent interest rates. If you at home could go out and borrow money like the federal, like the giant banks can, and borrow money at zero percent interest rates, imagine how much extra money you would have to be, to invest. Well, that's what the Federal Reserve does at zero percent interest rates for the too big to fail banks. So what I want you to step back though and realize is that the Federal Reserve raised interest rates from 96 to 1999, tightening phase, which is what we're talking about might be about to happen here with the Federal Reserve removing interest rates from 0% to maybe 0.25%, and eventually on up to 1% or 2%, which, by the way, would still be very much below what real natural market rates, interest rates, would be. But the point is, from 96 to 99, you had a tightening phase. What did the stock market do? It bubbled. The NASDAQ more than doubled from 96 to 1999 into the dot-com bubble. And the Federal Reserve was raising interest rates. He had to fight the Federal Reserve. What happened in 2000? From 2000 to 2002, the Federal Reserve cut interest rates. Well, that's supposed to be real bullish, right? You don't fight the Fed. Well, an easing phase from 2000 to 2002 what do you think happened to the stock market? That's right. It crashed. The NASDAQ itself crashed 75% between 2000, the March 2000 and the October 2002 bottom. The, the, the Dow, the S&P were both down 40, 50, 60% in two years while the Federal Reserve was lowering interest rates. What happened in 2002 to 2005, 2006, 2007? Once again, the Federal Reserve was in mostly a tightening phase. They were raising interest rates, slowly but surely. What happened to the stock market? Stock market rallied huge. The NASDAQ again, leading the way, up double from 2002, and let's call it 2003, late 2002, 2003 to 2007, you had a huge rally in the stock markets, even as the Federal Reserve was, yes, in a tightening phase. So, what happens in 2007, 2008? You get the Federal Reserve panicking, cutting interest rates to 0%, creating quantitative easing, and all these other subsidies for the too-big-to-fail banks that had over-leveraged their balance sheet and gambled away all their shareholder money and supposedly needed to be bailed out with your money or your ATM wouldn't work anymore. That was all nonsense. But the fact of the matter is, interest rates did go to 0%. The Federal Reserve was in a wildly uncharted territory of easing. Not tightening, but easing, creating more liquidity into the system. And what happened in the stock market in 2008 to 2009, folks? You got it. It crashed. Dow more than, down for more than 50%. The NASDAQ down, S&P 500 all down more than 50% in 2008 and 2009 as the Fed was loosening. Where are we today? We're in 2015. We've had a huge bull run while the Fed has, yes, 
some ways been tightening because they cut all of those quantitative easing programs where they were outright taking welfare money, taxpayer money, and buying worthless pieces of mortgage securities, pieces of crap really, that were basically worthless. These Most of those loans weren't going to be paid back and weren't paid back. And they were buying rolled up mortgages into, you take a thousand mortgages and put it into a security your Merrill Lynch or your J.P. Morgan, which owns Merrill, or your um, Goldman, you, the two big to fail banks, you name them, Citigroup, whatever. Those guys take those worthless securities, give them to the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve takes taxpayer money or prints money, whatever you want to call it. It still comes out of your pocket, the taxpayer. They take that money and guess what? They give it to the banks and they were basically trading worthless the banks were trading worthless properties for worthless assets for real money marking those assets to as if they were worth something and as if they were worth nearly full value or even more than full value so the point i'm trying to get to is that the federal reserve has somewhat been tightening over the last five years and what has the stock market done it's rallied huge. You had to fight the Fed once again. And so as we are still on a 0% interest rate market, where the Federal Reserve might slowly raise interest rates to maybe eventually a half percent or 1%, which are still very much below what the natural market rates are, you're going to have bubbles created. You're probably going to have much more bull markets as the Fed continues to tighten Slowly but surely, eventually the Fed will tighten too much. Maybe when interest rates get to 3 or 4%, maybe there will be an exogenous event. Maybe there will be another war. Maybe there will be something else that will cause a black swan event, and a market crash, or something like that. But the Federal Reserve will be late to that party. Maybe they already are. This, To be sure, the stock market has doubled, more than doubled. The Nasdaq's up 150 200% from its 2008-2009 lows. So it's possible that we've already had this tightening phase, that at the bull market that comes along with the t early parts of a tightening phase, and eventually the Fed has to cut again, and that's probably going to have a market crash follow. So I don't think we're quite there yet. I think you got at least another year or two of an improving Main Street and consumer economy, as we've been talking about on the podcast and on these Periscopes and on Scudify Live lately. But... That doesn't mean we haven't already had a huge run. Five years is a long run already of a tightening phase with the Fed. Maybe the last two or three years the Fed was tightening as they were cutting the quantitative easing. But uh, you've had a continued bull market. I think you've got more bull market ahead. I don't think 0% rates, 0.25% rates, or even 1% rates is going to end the forcing of savers and retirees taking money out of their savings accounts and out of low-yield products to find chasing riskier assets like stocks, tech stocks, and things that we've talked about for five years. If you've been reading and listening to me and watching me and or going to tradingwithcody.com where we've had some huge home runs with Facebook, Apple, Google, uh, Amberella. We've had a lot of stocks that have gone up several hundred percent in the last five years as we've fought the Fed. Always fight the Fed. The Fed's always wrong. When the Fed's tightening, especially in the early part of a tightening phase, you want to be long. You want to be short or sell stocks when the Fed is about to accommodate or in the early parts of an easing phase and cutting rates. It's exactly opposite what everybody on Wall Street's always told you. Imagine that. Flip it. Do exactly opposite. 
Finally, guys, go download the Trading with Cody apps. They're on iPhone and Android. Go download the Scudify apps. Every trader on the planet should be on Scudify. We've got some great all-stars there debating this very topic today. Um, Scudify is a great social network and a financial resource for every investor and uh, trader. We've got apps for the iPhone, iPad, Android, Android tablets, the best apps you'll ever use as a trader and investor. If you want my personal picks, you go to tradingwithcody.com or download the Trading with Cody apps. Uh, you find out exactly what positions I've got and my ratings for them. You get trade alerts anytime I'm about to buy or sell a stock. And of course, you can find me all over the web. Find me, you could find me on TV, but like I said yesterday, I don't do that anymore. You can find me on uh, um, Real Money, uh, TheStreet.com, USA Today, um, sometimes uh, several other publications, you name it. Uh, Fee-based, and someone's just asking, uh, I charge for trading with Cody. Yeah, it's $99 a month or uh, $999 a year. If you go there right now and find the right button, it's right there on the top right, you'll find I'll actually be running a promotion for you. Uh, you can save a little bit on an annual subscription. But yeah, it's $99 bucks a month, $999 a year, and I think you'll get a lot more bigger bang out of your buck than what I'm charging for it. I've got lots of people who've been subscribing to me since I launched that product in 2010, 20. I think I launched it, in, launched it in March 2011, tradingwithcody.com, and 80-90% uh, of my subscribers have been with me that long. Um, anybody who's been with me over a year pretty much stays for hopefully ever. Um, and God bless all of you Trading with Cody subscribers, and God bless all of you. Thanks so much for tuning in. That's Cody Willard, Cody Underground. Uh, you can find me on iTunes, my podcast. Uh, you can find uh, me, like I said, all over the place. Thanks so much, guys. See you soon. You you be giving it up and keep on giving while I'm living it up. Myself, I'ma take from the poor and give to the rich and double high deep. I dig every ditch and then be good in the game like Joplin until I'm violated or quit. And I'll be living it up and keep on living while you giving it up. And about the way he living Take a hit, make a hit, keep a tunnel vision Sign a deal with the feds, go to music prison Who will believe you a prophet When you enjoy your music sells advertisements for profits Well, who knew, boo, ho, we get a clue Yo, do I blew your mind from Q, you to Soho Cody Willow, New Mexico, Lobo, Muddy Souls Get around like hobos, yeah, we be tearing it up And you gon' get it, how you giving it up? See, I thought I was rich till I got rich and found out how rich rich can get. 